recording, recording, recording. Awesome. So welcome, Swindlers, to Booze on First. I am your DM, Murphy Giller, and we are a real play, actual play, live play, whatever the fuck you call it, D&D podcast. With me today is Eric Brown. How are you, Eric? I am doing all right. Uh, besides for my insane allergies, which is why my video is not on right now, I'm doing quite well. Excited to jump back yeah. Uh, the Adventures um, of Drogon. Excited. Awesome. And who I play Drogon Woundslayer, <clears throat> a cleric of Bahamut. Yes. Who actually I, met Bahamut, I did meet Bahamut. Uh, yep. last game, if you recall? It was a real come to God experience. Yeah. Well, um, he was kind of insensitive to. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, so, uh, Eric, my, I, I'm like really uh, foggy on what Sure. Happens. So last you, time I found a bunch of jewels in my butt, sold them for a shitload of money, met the emperor, turned him into my bitch, got some sort of unlimited death that uh, requires daily sacrifices, sacrificed a bunch of prisoners to the sword, met Al of the Humans, we vibed pretty hard, uh, met Bob, who's an orc. He decided that because I saved his life, he's going to help me kill things. So, you know, party is going pretty strong. And uh, I'm in the Pritchian Ascendancy looking for the Ring of Abjuration, which is to the north. Yes, you are. So let me set you up here. You just got off your ship in the city of Ogare in the Pritian Ascendancy to the north. There's goblins everywhere. They uh, are all wearing very warm cloaks. It, if you um, have ever seen an Arctic Tundra, it, that is right. what this area looks like. Like away from the city as you were approaching, you were approaching through icebergs and just see ice for days. Um, you do see mountains to the east, and they're all snow-covered, and they look pretty vicious. Um, you see on the distance as you were approaching okay. a weird, um, to the east as well, just before the mountains, a weird sort of like statue area. It kind of looks abandoned. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it you've gotten into the city the city is made up of all goblins as i said they're wearing warm clothes the city looks like it's first question made of igloos did i like go up in a level igloos last that are like six stories tall and really fancy level seven um, one, more than and, one level yeah what all right do you do? so <sighs> the first thing i do is i resolve to not go near those mountains because i'm already cold as shit I don't need to be any colder. Yes, you did. You're right, like uh, level that, seven now. Got my life. Is there goblins around me? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you. So also you're like there. all right. Well, I am filled yeah, with insatiable bloodlust. They're kind of looking up at you with weird eyes. One says, do you need a toaster, um, sir? I'm going to suppress the bloodlust. <clears throat> uh -huh. the they all sound like nerds. I am partial to free things. Uh -huh. 
I would like a toaster. Oh god. What are you gonna do? Oh, I I didn't say it was free, but you do look kind of cold. So if you come to my shop, I could hook you up with some warm clothes. And For now. Humans, too. For humans now. aren't really good at cold. Orcs are just fine. They have a lot of blubber. And Bob goes, hey, that's not very nice. <laughs> and that's, that's it. That's all he says. So, do you do you want to come with me? I'm on a quest. Excellent! Excellent! In this town, we high-five with our penises. But I'm sure that you're not okay with that. So, we'll, uh, we'll avoid that for now. Um, but... For a magical artifact. Yeah, let, let us go. What brings you to the Pritchian Ascendancy, Dragonborn? Right, so inner 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 monologue time. Like Drogon is just Ooh, a quest. He, he's you like say. he's uh, a hair away from just slaughtering this person. <laughs> At all times. <laughs> a magical artifact? Which magical artifact? I have many magical artifacts in my shop. Okay. <laughs> Bob, Bob, Bob kind of looks at you funny. I'll say uh, steps in between you. How and... about you just tell me what magical artifacts you <laughs> know about? Noticing like this fire in your eyes because it, it's in. something similar he's felt before, um, and he's seen it in his own eyes uh, in a mirror before. So he he just slides in front of you, uh, between you and this poor goblin, and uh, the goblin continues chattering away, asking the same question of so. What are you looking for? Well, uh, more on that later. Tell me about the sieve. Uh, that, that eliminates pretty much everything in my shop. I have a couple bags of holding and a, a weird uh, sieve that seems to get rid of emotions. So it gets rid of There's a couple and turns that evil. That one, but uh, I haven't put a warning label on it yet. I'm not required to by law. And he just kind of goes on and on, and then he goes. Although now that I, th now that I think about it, I think you might be talking. Are you talking about the ring of abjuration? Oh well. You huh. see, it sort of. Uh, All right, hold on a second. When someone uses it, <clears throat> all right, I got a question for you now. Emotions and kind of turns about them evil. the stuff that happened before. I'm uh, just a tiny bit. I'm failing to recollect. So, 
Just a little am bit. Am I evil now? But or am I just doing bad things to the service of Bahamut? Because Bahamut is like lawful attacking. good. You know how it's sometimes <laughs> difficult to get through armor? Well, it adds two to whatever attack you're doing, from what I hear. Like, if I were to put it on a scale of 1 to 20, I'd say 2. And that's about 2. Okay. Okay. Uh, I don't think you're necessarily doing the things in the service of Bahamut. I think that from what I understand, and this is just for player knowledge, from what you well, know of the Sword of Ultimate Unlimited Death, the what? more you use it, <laughs> That's pretty the fucking more evil. it um, affects you. All right. so, and the Sword of Ultimate Unlimited Death is chaotic when I evil. I spoke with Bahamut, uh, could you refresh my memory about powerful, powerful, that conversation, please? Because it's been a while. Dark magic. Um, uh, it, in the lore of the world, the the items of unlimited ultimate death were created before uh, basically time immemorial. They were created by the god Uthgar and they destroyed him. Uh, he wore it once into battle and the god Uthgar died uh, because they turned him so evil that he exploded. Yeah. He took an entire continent with him. Uh-huh. He told you that you were to destroy okay. the Mirror of Caval at all costs. Um, that you were his emissary and you were sent here to this world by him because... Okay. You basically had nothing in the last world. You were shunned, and all three of you right, were exiles. Right, right. Okay, okay. So and so Bahamut went, said, and you went on this journey for Bahamut to save destroy all of the, the world because something is happening. All, at least to your knowledge, uh, you couldn't really tell whether or not Bahamut so, was lying to you. <laughs> back uh, to the recording now. About his so knowing that, if he had Jorgen secondary, himself, uh, uh, a second agenda, not actually a hidden agenda, rather. Uh, I know that I have to destroy the Mirror of Caval. That's my only objective. The Mirror of Caval. He told you that you so, had to get these six items. I also know that my enemy is well, exceedingly you powerful. You had to get the six items from the Sorcerer Calicor. but you you decided to go off on your own to Kirchian Ascendancy because the Emperor told you they had already sent, they had already gone to the south. So you were like, okay, I'll get. I know the other they're powerful enough to piss off Bahamut. That's all I need to know. Issue down in the south. <laughs> You know, <laughs> that's all. That's what I'm thinking. Is like, you know, this mirror took me across dimensions. At all costs. So, I'll. Uh, yep. Right. I think I'll buy the seat, the the, the sip, and uh, just hold on to it in case I need it. That was all that I'm
It depends. Mm-hmm. You don't that know who your enemy visit. actually is. Like as a, as a as Drogon, you're not quite sure. You have a feeling it's the except Dread it's Lord, a, but you no. don't know for sure. You just except, know. Except you said that it's a bitch to sell. So yeah. True. Yeah. Yeah. Into an alternate universe. Huh. Okay. Uh, you haven't reached his shop yet, so uh, you can do that when you get there. You're, and he goes, we're almost there. Um, so uh, I take it you want the sieve, right? It's been a bitch to sell. Say again? Huh. From living entity? Oh, well, it is a premium magical artifact, so it's uh, 800 gold. It does other things, too. I'm saying, what? For the first question, dead after it someone a uses a to sell. It's Well, because the main thing is that not only can you take away your own emotions and become evil okay. and gain two on a scale of one to 20, which is a weird scale, <laughs> if I must say so. And he goes on, and then he goes, but it also can suck out souls. <laughs> there... The, the, there is a rumor that the sieve familiar was enough created the series. by the same sorcerer the that created, or God, maybe. Um, so rumors have it it might have been Uthgar, but he was an idiot, clearly, because he used the sword of ultimate unlimited death and all the items of unlimited death and then blew himself up. But, you see, the cool thing is, we think it might have been made by him or another sorcerer, and it can steal souls. It's not really good for other people, but well, I mean, yeah, you can't really Al steal that a to soul me. from a dead entity because their soul has moved on into the. Outlet. I'll ask Al how much money he has for warm gear. Oh no, they're not dead. Their souls are just taken away. You want to find out? So they're soulless automatons. I read this story once of this thing called uh, the Borg. Yeah, it was a great fiction no, no, that's novel. Fine. And uh, I, that's the, I, I don't know whether or not you've read it before. Not it's that. called Star Trek. Did you ever, did okay. you ever read so, uh, that one? You can use it to buy your warm clothes, though. One. I mean, you're, you're a servant, right? Which essentially oh, makes okay. you government property. So. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, so he goes, my shop's right here. Uh, he immediately goes over and he puts on these really heavy duty, like oven mitts and he picks up the sieve and he brings it to the counter and puts it down. He goes, would you like any warm gear? Al says, uh, uh, if you don't mind, sir, I, I would like some warm gear. It's rather cold. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I said, well, you're the one that wanted one close, so. 
Well, I'm a servant of the oh. Emperor. We have our expenses. I figured I would buy my own. I'm not sure but... whether or not works here in the Imperial You're more than welcome to buy them for me, Al. Thanks for offering. I mean, we can. I'm not going to buy that sieve for you, though, sir. That's just not something I can write off in taxes. I mean, I could do a lot as a public account, as a certified accountant, but uh -huh. I can't. I can't write that one off. But. Well, I mean, that was kind of rude, but uh, yeah, I can get us all warm clothes and food and whatnot. Uh, the Emperor did set me at your disposal. So, um, do you take expense accounts? Why, yes, we do. We love expense accounts. Uh, not because we like to steal money from them by copying their credit card information, but no, we, we would never do anything like that here at this establishment. Um, and... Right. The uh, Al looks at you funny so, and he goes, I'll ask, sure uh, other than the sieve and warm clothes, for all of what this? else here would interest me? Keep it short for the love of all that good okay, in our world. <laughs> what kind of warm clothes do you want, sir? Do you want any, Bob? Oh, okay. That's fine. No, it's okay. It's okay. I'd I'll like... buy us a sled and dogs. Because I have a feeling. Do you have anything that, uh, any potions um, that absorb So Al effects? buys a sled, dogs. Um, they're really beautiful huskies. And uh, the lead dog I is say, a mini uh, dire wolf. So basically a, a husky. Um, and the, uh, the sled is all laden out with food For supplies. It's a sieve, right? Not. It can <laughs> easily carry all three of you. It kind of looks like Santa's sled, uh, but more ornate and has gargoyles at the tips. Uh, uh, and not then, that uh, I'm wondering if I buy a healing potion and pour through and a sieve, and that healing potion will now do the gear. thing that the sieve would goes, do. Okay, it's time for your purchases, sir. Uh, I'll okay. meet you outside with Bob. Yeah. Bob, come on. It's all right. But I want to see Just ask my dreams of Bob? the water supply. Oh, all right. And they leave the store. Yeah, why don't, uh, why don't you give me an alchemist kit? <clears throat> the sit, one close. Um, well, we we have potions and we have alchemist tools and we have pretty much what, everything uh, you could possibly need. Is it special in any um, way? Um, what are you looking for? I'm gonna. Uh, um, I wanna. I wanna look around to see if there's anyone uh, close enough to see or hear me casting a spell. So, like, you're stealing a person. So. Uh, well, so you're saying if you steal a person's soul, that it might Duly change. Noted. <laughs> so I rolled a twenty. I, I got twenty-one like for my perception. Beliefs, kind of thing. No, no, no. it's uh, seventeen plus four. Yeah, just to see if anyone nearby would hear me cast a spell either. Oh, uh, no. 
It won't do that. Sorry. Why do do, do you really? All right. I'll... All right. So I'm gonna ask uh, the shopkeeper. Uh, hey, I'm would sorry. you mind getting those items uh, together for it, me? It's just not magically possible. I mean, you could experiment with things if you really want to. But, so we've uh, got the alchemist kit, all the warm clothes that I need, and the okay. sieve, right? Would you mind if I tried the warm okay. clothes on first you, <laughs> to see if they fit? Do you need anything else? You have a nice little bird over there. He's a parrot. All right, turn around. So oh, I get all the warm clothes on. Put yeah, my other gear on annoying. that I can, or you know, whatever order that happens in. Uh, and uh, I mean, he was. Yeah, you know, I, I checked to see if they fit. They fit right, you know. I. Uh, you know, scrub my shoulders up and. I guess he could deliver yeah. messages. Make sure they feel all right. I haven't really tested him out. Yeah, it's a nice He's fit. Kind of an feel nice and warm. All right. Uh, this is exactly what I was looking for. I appreciate it. What's your name again? Um, Minkin. There's no one else in the story. Nice to so meet you, Alan Minkin. You. Go and fuck yourself. While you're I'm doing that, while you're looking Alan around, Minkin. you hear the uh, bird go, What? Dragonborn or asshole? Which banishes him to a demiplane for a minute. <laughs> was that a natural or was it uh, something else? Okay. So you got a 21? Um, you, Let's you're... see. Um, no, I mean the. It's pretty windy outside. <laughs> it, you're in the north, so anyone that's outside here. So oh, there's man. nothing. Hold on, I'm reading the the description of it now. It doesn't say anything about a save. So okay, it does so. I don't have. To... No, it's a spell. <clears throat> There's no, there's no role to be had. Range 60. Yep. <laughs> for I mean, a minute. Sure. He's gone for a minute on we a hard plane. Changing, so I grab all the shit and I go. I'm like, I'll turn around. Okay. Yeah. I saved the file and I'm gonna continue recording now. I had to start a new one. Okay, so you, he goes, what the fuck, and disappears. So what do you do? All right. So, so now that he's safely banished, I uh, I grab all the stuff that I that I purchased from him. <laughs> so you steal it. Bob, don't grab it. You steal it. And we go outside. No, okay. I just grab it. Okay, and uh, <laughs> you go outside, and he goes, uh, Al goes, excellent, you're ready. So uh, our sled is all ready. Uh, shall we go? I mean, we don't really know where we're going or what we're going to do. Uh, let's go north. We're going to go further north because that's where the ring is. Well, I mean, we don't know where the ring is north. This is a big land. Are we just going to go randomly north? Did you get a map? Or did you ask anyone about anything? Maybe we should go to the nearest tavern. Hold on one second, Al. Just okay. get the sled ready to go. The, get it ready to go north, okay? I'll be right back. I walk back is... into the shop and I grab the first map that I find and I run back outside. Okay. Um, <laughs> you see that the map doesn't have anything marked on it other than uh, Snow Alps 
to the left, uh, the Prichian uh, range, which is, or to the east, uh, is the mountain range. You see Kibori, which is this sacred, like, circle thing with statues and weird shit all over it. Um, and it looks, it says abandoned conveniently underneath it. And then you see Solus to the uh, far east past the mountains. And that's all you see. Okay. The rest is just ice. All right. So can I tell where we're at on this map? <clears throat> yeah, you know you're in, uh, you know you're in Ogare, um, and that's where it shows you're at. All it's right. a magical so map. We'll it shows where you're at on the map. It's like I get, the, I get it. Okay, okay, that, that's yeah. good. So I, I walk up to Al, and I point at the, the area with all the, the weird magic-y looking shit that says okay. abandoned. I'm like, take us here. Okay, and uh, Bob hops on the sled, Al hops on the sled. I assume you hop on the sled? Yeah, yeah. And uh, since all the dogs are female, um, the <laughs> Al takes the whip out and goes, Mush, you bitches, Mush! <laughs> and the uh, wow, sled very accurate Al. <laughs> the, the sled starts going forward and it's very fast a lot faster than the ship that you are on surprisingly and you're going about 60 miles per hour like you have the dire wolf in the front and you see uh some of the 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 huskies when they lift their legs up and they're all four in the air they just kind of glide for a little while because the dire wolf, the mini dire wolf in the front is just kind of pulling the sled all on his own uh, or her own. And um, in about half a day, you arrive at Kibori. You see, it kind of looks like Stonehenge. Can I rest um, on the sled? Wait, say again? Yeah, you can rest. Um, cool. I'm going to rest while we're on our way there on the sled. Do you have anything you want to talk to Bob or Al about? Uh, I'm gonna you know, check up on him. Like, hey guys, you know, how you doing? What do you think of the adventure so far? Uh, I mean, I I think it's kind of weird, but uh, and those goblins were fucking like freaks. Like, why did he offer you a toaster in yeah. the beginning? I think that's just what they call warm clothes. Oh, that's stupid. Have you ever met a goblin before? I, this is my first time. I've met one goblin before, and you know what? Not impressed. That is not my favorite race. Not by far. Yeah, they kind of seem like assholes. That's exactly what I thought. Oh, okay. Well, um, I'm glad we're on the same page. I, I just wanted to thank you, by the way, for saving my life. That's kind of fucking cool of you, man. Hey, no problem, Bob. Glad I could help. Thank you. Al goes, you never met a goblin before how is that possible and bob goes i'm a fucking orc i come from the orcan authority obviously i've never met a fucking goblin they're stupid assholes clearly i didn't need to that's well all he says. now that that's settled says drogon Al, <laughs> what do you think of the adventure so far um i mean it's kind of expensive and i'll have to explain it to my lord but um, sir, I, I do like it. It's very fun adventuring with you. Although, I do have to say, why did you kill those prisoners with your sword? Are you, uh, are you, are you, are you questioning my authority, Al? 
I'm not questioning your authority. I am questioning why you killed the prisoners. I, I honestly don't care. They were set to die anyway. I, I'm just curious as to why you needed to do that. I told the emperor that I would. Oh, well, that makes sense. I, I said they fall by my blade. And uh, lo and behold, they fell by my blade. Well, you did us a great service, except for Bob here. Uh, fuck you, Al. Well, I mean, he's kind of a good guy. I like him so far. So he's kind of made up for his crimes. I'll write the Emperor, of course, for you. Unless you wish to. Alright, so I have one more question for the two of you. <clears throat> so, uh, we'll start with, uh, we'll start with Bob again, since Al just finished talking. Give him a little bit of a rest. Bob hey, goes, Bob. Yes. <laughs> if you would, if you would use one word... <clears throat> To characterize your loyalty to me, what would that word be? Undying. All right, Bob. I even uh, Al can't see it. And I turn to Al and say, "How about you, Al? How would you how would you characterize your loyalty to me in one word?" Well, I'd say um, ordered. Ordered. Okay, that's cool. Hey. um... Al, I see that you're sitting on the right side of the sled here, and I'm in the middle, and, and, and Bob's on the left. I'm going to ask you to just look out the right side of the sled and not pay attention to anything that happens in the sled for a little while. Um, we're, we're in a moving vehicle. What 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 exactly oh. do, you, do you... I can put, like, my earmuffs on. They pretty much cancel out yeah, noise. Yeah, do that. Okay. Yeah, do that. He does that. He All right, and then I'm going to pull the sit out. And I'm going to look at it and see, figure out if I can deduce how it works. The sword? No, the sieve. Okay. Um, you touch it, I assume, uh, with your gloves? Yeah, with my gloves. Uh, you can't figure out how it works with your gloves on. Can you roll an arcana check for me, by the way? Arcana check. Yes. Yes, sir, I can. Arcana. Uh, arcana. 15. Arcana. 15. Um, so you realize that you probably need to take your gloves off and touch it with your hands. Well, uh, do I see any exposed skin on Al? Um, no. And you, you remember from last time something touched your exposed hands, the sword. Um... <clears throat> That it did not work out well for you in the end. <laughs> like, this whole sword deal isn't doing you much good. Right, so... I'm gonna touch Al on the side. I'm gonna say, hey Al, <clears throat> I want you to take your earmuffs off for a second. He, he removes them. Yes? Alright. Stay very, very still. Let me know if anything weird happens. Okay. And then I'm gonna touch his ear with the synth. Um, he says, I hear a weird humming, but other than that, I mean, I'm not very magic. Why are you touching my ear with that sieve? That's so weird. Right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to, I'm going to try to put it on his head and see if that does anything. <clears throat> um, I, I mean, I can't see now, but, uh. Right, thanks, you, Al. Were... That's all I needed. I oh, take the okay. sieve back. Okay. Do you want me to put my earmuffs back on? <laughs> Yeah, okay. do that. Okay, he does. So I'll, I'll take my gloves off and start to mess with the sieve. 
Um, you feel the magical energy course through you, and it does. You do hear a humming, um, and uh, you hear from your belt. You you hear. Ah, it's been a long time since I felt this power. Yeah, I assume it's the sword. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, I I feel like I'm filled with a distinct sense of uh, like I just fucked up. Um, the sword goes. You realize you don't have to kill people. I need souls, not bodies. Now you can feed huh. me unlimited souls. Know how to use this thing to give you a soul? <clears throat> Simply activate it with blood. Oh, uh, so any blood or the blood of the person whose soul I'm stealing? No, your blood. Even a drop will activate the sieve. Hmm... Mm-hmm. All right. <clears throat> Thanks for the uh, tutorial. I'm going to put this away now. I just put the sieve away. The sieve of Uthgar is a powerful tool. Remember well. And the sword goes silent. And then he, he comes back and goes, P.S. You owe me a soul for today. And then that's it. Okay. <clears throat> so I put my gloves back on and finish the ride to uh, that ruins the area. Okay, so you get there, and you see that it looks kind of like Stonehenge. There is a giant statue to what says underneath it the label, Pritchia. And it's a gigantic goblin holding up a fireball, and underneath it the quote that's written, and you can read it because it's in common. It says, Fuck you, horse! And uh, the the goblin is riding on a horse that's on fire, clearly by the fireball that's in his hand. And uh, yeah, you assume that somehow these goblins, even though that they're in a different universe, are related to Nur. Um, you don't see anything else. It's empty. A wasteland. Um, can you roll a perception check for me? Sure. 15. Okay. Um, immediately, once your sled stops, and oh, wait, I assume Wait, hold you... on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. I gotta make my level. This radio, by the oh. way, is brought to you by uh, Bold Rock Hard Cider. Bold Rock Hard Cider gives you a crisp flavor, great taste, and allows you to feel feelings that you've never felt before. It's great. You should try it. Uh, Bold Rock Hard Cider comes out of Virginia um, in the United States. And you can order it online or through your BevMo or Total Wine or your local liquor store. Um, it, of course, if your state does not allow alcohol to be uh, sent to you, well, you're fucked. But it's worth it. So go to Virginia. Go somewhere that you can order it. And it is really worth it. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's it. Sorry, that was our sponsor. Okay, uh, I just message. need to update the level on my character. Yeah, update I had to the do level. The sp- on yeah, I had to do the sponsor message. That's all. <laughs> all right, and hold on a second. I gotta adjust my health real quick as well. So, eight, 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 eight
So I know Pabst 32. Blue Ribbon isn't like the normal drink that people drink. It's like shitty beer. But God, it's <laughs> great on hot days when you're melting. Yeah, that's good. I haven't yet broken into this moonshine, but I think I will now. <clears throat> Huzzah, because the best part's about to happen and you're, you're going to be so confused. Oh, man. All right, let's try this. Holy how hot shit, is it, that's good. How hot is it back there? Not very. You lucky son of a bitch. It just, uh, my phone just told me that it's at 112. Be careful be out, uh, being outside. It's never been 112 yeah. in my hometown. Where my girlfriend lives, there are fucking mailboxes melting, right? And it's like 80 here. <laughs> like, uh, you're in, uh, your girlfriend lives in Arizona, doesn't she? Yeah. Yeah, um... Well, my mirror in my car just melted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like the, the sticky stuff that kept it attached. The rear view mirror. So that, uh, the sticky stuff that kept oh, it yeah. attached to the windshield. Uh, yeah. That happened to me in Florida. It's an easy fix, but it's just like, really? Really, man? So it's just dangling there. I refuse to go inside <laughs> the car because I'm practically convinced that it's like 190 in there. <laughs> all right so let's get back here um awesome you uh you perceive 15 on a scale of 1 to 20 and uh immediately upon like disembarking your sled bob al you and you let the dogs go to like eat the fed them whatnot because they've been running for a while and they're good dogs um immediately these humps of snow that you notice burst forth and you just see goblin sorcerers surround you and they have fireballs in their hands and the lead one walks through the circle and he goes, why have you come here? <clears throat> and I'll say, uh, I'm on a quest. What quest? Looking for a magical item for the god Bahamut. That's wonderful. We do not pray to Bahamut here. You have entered into Kabori, forbidden lands of the goblin people. Why are you here? What item do you seek? Oh, the Ring of Abjuration. And the the um, the head guy turns to the nearest guy to him, and he goes, whispers, and he turns around. The ring of abjuration, you say? Those are high in the Prichian Alps, in the deep cave. No one has can ever I tell returned. No, um, yeah, I mean you can roll a uh, insight check. Eleven. Uh, no, from what you're telling, he's being completely truthful. He goes, Okay. You are not welcome here in Kibori. Especially um, how a would dragonborn. I become, how would I become welcome here in Kibori? Save our citizens from the dread white dragon that guards the Ring of Abjuration. So you're saying that 
Even though I'm on a quest to obtain the Ring of Hemsuration, and in so doing would be forced to slay this white dragon, you're not going to give me any kind of assistance until I actually finish the quest. Is that... Mm. Well, I mean... Is that about right? We'll let you feed your dogs, and we'll let you survive, but you will be surrounded the entire time, and there are far more of us than there are of you, and we right, are Do I think quite... I can take these goblins to play? No, you do not think you can take these goblins in a fight. You know that they are probably, like, six levels above you. <laughs> well, if they're afraid of a dragon, and they're six levels above me, maybe I shouldn't fuck with the dragon. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> well, I mean, uh... They they do, uh, you could ask them about the dragon, or you could ask them more questions. They clearly are allowing you to stay temporarily. That's true. So, Drogon's going to, what things he might ask them for a while, while he eats, and everybody else eats, and the dogs rest up and everything. And then I'm going to look up at the goblin that, that spoke to me. I, and I think it's the goblin that spoke to me, but I'm not really sure, because they all look alike. And I'm going to say, uh, what can you tell me about the dragon and the ring? From what we know, the ring is surrounded by the dragon in his lair, and it is in his treasure. But we also know there are other things in there that we dare not go. It's not the dragon we are fearful of. It's the items. The items? <clears throat> Dragons have a tendency to bring chaotic, dark magic items to themselves as they themselves are born of such things. They have items of unlimited death that we dare not go near. Okay. Sorry, did you just say uh, items of unlimited death that you dare not go near? <clears throat> yes, and we do know of you. And he doesn't look at you when he says that. He looks at the sword. And I'm going to say, uh, so, um, you're, you're afraid of the items themselves. Does that mean that you're uh, not sorry shit with me since I'm wielding this sword? No, it means that we would be willing to destroy you and leave the sword behind and cast it into the depths of the ocean where it can never be retrieved. Okay. All right. I am sorry. So you're feeling you're feeling one you're feeling one item under death right here in like the immediate vicinity. Is that uh, is that correct? Yes. And he says, "And with that, you have enough information. You have been fed." You clearly are ready to go, and we must insist that you leave. And you see from behind the circle several more uh, goblins appear, fireballs ready, and they start marching towards you. And, man, all right, uh, man. Shit. We'll go. <laughs> good. And even though you are tainted, good luck. Wait, wait, wait. I do need one more thing from you. Sorry. I need a guide to help me None of us have been here before. Do you want me to kill the dragon or not? He says, um, I see you have a map. Give it to me. And he says, no, don't, don't hand it to me. Toss it on the floor. I will not touch you. Okay. Um, and he, he snaps his finger over the map and he goes, this is the location. 
and you see a star appear deep within the Prichian Alps to your northeast. So deep within the mountains. What do you do? I say I'm really bad with maps. I could really use a guide. I'm it sorry. None of our people will be willing to go. And you hear, you hear, I am from the back. And there's this young goblin. And he goes, Balthazar, say nothing. You are not welcome here. You were supposed to stay in the goddamn crib. Well, I want to go with them. They have an item of unlimited death. They, that you can't go. I don't care. And he hops into your sled. Hi, do you know the way to the White Dragon? Yes, I do. Alright, I'm going to roll inside to see if he's lying. He sounds like a liar. By liar, I mean goblin. I rolled a 19. <laughs> uh, he's not lying. Alright, and with that, we're off. See ya. Thanks Wait, for the you can't leave. And you, you just bolt off at like 60 miles per hour towards where he goes. And the <laughs> goblin, who you know now is named Balthazar, says, Hi, my name is Balthazar. It's good to meet you. Do you have any special skills, Balthazar? I mean, I am a sorcerer of the Fourth Order. Okay. And what are, can, you, can you explain that to me? Like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I mean, we're pretty renowned throughout the world. I don't know what, but oh, okay. Well, the Fourth Order was established in Solus in 209C. Um, and it, it was... It was created in order to bring the greatest goblin sorcerers in the land together. And, um, well, I'm kind of new at it. And, I mean, I'm not very powerful, but I do have some good spells up my sleeve. And I do have a okay. lot of knowledge. Okay, that's good. So, um, do you want me to make you more powerful? Because I can. Really? How? Well, all you have to do is pledge loyalty to me, and I can make you more powerful. It's that easy. Well, uh, we did swear an oath to defend against the objects of ultimate death. But, okay! And he swears, uh, uh, is there, like, some sort of ceremony, or uh, do I Just, get down uh, on my knee? Swear that you obey me in all things <clears throat> um, under penalty of death. Death? That's kind of harsh, but okay. And he does so. Close your eyes. He closes his eyes. I take the sieve out, <clears throat> and I put a drop of my own blood in it, and I steal oh his soul. Oh my god. And, uh... <laughs> the, uh, Bob looks at you along with Al, and they're, they're both like, well, what the fuck was that? What, do I steal a soul? <laughs> uh, yes, you successfully did so. Okay, I'll say... Uh, this is gonna work. What? To, I say to Bob and Al, trust me. This will be fine. Okay. And the goblin goes... I can do whatever you need me to do. 
and so clearly the first thing is I need, monotonic. All right. The first thing I need you to do is to adopt a regular human-sounding voice. <laughs> I, I am a goblin. I I can't physically do that. My larynx isn't capable. Fuck. I'm sorry, guys. It didn't work. He's going to be like this forever. <laughs> <laughs> Bob goes, fuck. (laughs) Al says, I I kind of agree with that sentiment. All right, so as long as we all know that I just did the right thing. (laughs) It's Uh, worth a shot. uh, Bob goes, what exactly did you just do? We're, We're kind of unclear. Oh, um, my goblin back there told me that this sieve would make people obey me unquestioningly. So I decided to use it to force the goblin to try and act like a regular person. But, you know, didn't work. Well, um, can I just ask that you not fucking do that on me? (laughs) I don't have to do it on you, Bob. Al goes, um, I would like to ask the same thing. I am a servant of the emperor. I'll sigh, close my eyes a little bit, I'll, I'll slowly turn to Al, and I'll say, Al, have you given me any reason to use this on you? I mean, not really. I did buy this sled. You're in the clear, man. Don't even worry, bro. Okay. And he turns away. <laughs> so do I feel more evil yet? Yes, you do. Your uh, okay. your alignment, if we were to uh, talk about it in those terms, has gone too chaotic. Um, it's not Fuck. chaotic Would evil that yet. Um, not really. I mean, if they're light magic spells, then yes. Because there is a differentiation within 5th edition of light versus dark magic. Um, specifically for like drow and blood magic and whatnot. But you're, if it's like something that you're trying to do that is good for a spell, like you're trying to save a town, things might go awry if you're trying to okay. do that. Yeah. Okay. But I am still, I, I've still convinced myself that I'm uh, trying to get rid of this mirror at all costs. So. I don't, I don't think you necessarily um, have stopped that mission. I don't think even if you became chaotic evil, you would necessarily stop that mission. Yeah. I just think that you would be more suggestible to evil things. Right, like like when, um, like when I was brutally sodomized by a goblin that I had come to trust, and now I hate all <laughs> goblins. Maybe that, like maybe that sentiment somehow poisoned me. <laughs> say poisoned more uh made you a bit looser with things <laughs> <laughs> all right so yeah i uh really hate goblins <laughs> as droga but uh anyways so we, so we continue along and i, I asked the goblin about the different spells that he knows I know how to cast Portal into the Depths. It's a forbidden magic. It allows me to send a creature that has been brought to a state 
of low health into the depths of hell. Hmm. It's an ancient goblin art. Would it be in any manual that you would normally see or a handbook of any kind? (laughs) Okay. Good to know. I'm going to ask you to not speak unless there's something of dire importance you need to tell me um, or I tell you to or ask you a question. Yes. Um, And you see on the map that you're getting very close. Um, you have been going uphill for a while, and you're clearly in the mountains now. You're on ridges, and, like, the sled is bouncing, and it, it you could easily, like, fall off to either side and plummet a thousand oh. feet. Um, well, shit. And you, you see, um, you see a, uh, fog begin to rise in front of you. Um, and walls of ice on either side appear. What do you do? So I see a wall of ice in front of me. Yes. Easily to either side. Well, why, walls of ice on either side. There's not a wall of ice in front of you. So you see a cave in front of you, and it's about six miles off. But you see fog. Okay just rolling in as you see the cave the cave disappears in this fog okay let's let's slow down let's slow this sled down okay um stop bushing you bitches al says well i know (laughs) um i suggest sir that we leave the sled here and continue on foot All right, uh, we can do that. The dog's gonna be fine on their own. I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll hand them some meat and they'll they'll be fine. We could have the goblin watch after them. No, no, I think it'll be useful. Okay, well, I threw open a little bit in my mouth because I just said a goblin might be useful. <laughs> um, he he throws a piece of meat and you guys continue forward and you see this cave. And it's massive, and you feel warmth, even though it is like negative ten out. You feel warmth emanating from this cave, and a sense of dread floods over you. Ooh. You can't explain it. Um, and then, uh, do you enter into the cave? Um. <clears throat> Yeah, let's go. Excellent. Um, And that is where we are going to stop this round. Um, Thank you guys for listening to Booze on First. Um, If you didn't get enough content here with us today, you can always go check us out on Broken Chain Studios, as this has been a Broken Chain Studios production, and uh, Broken Shade Studios on YouTube, as well as Drinks and Droids uh, podcast, which is a Star Wars RPG podcast where we play a real play, live play, actual play, whatever the fuck you call it, version of Star Wars Saga Edition. On Broken Chain Studios channel, we have a bunch of geekly news, geeky news, not geekly, sorry, geeky <laughs> news and various other things uh, for your heart's content. 
Check us out there. And of course, check out our sponsors, Bold Rock Hard Cider. Uh, they're a great company and we do love them. As for myself, um, you can find me on Booze on First D&D at, uh, or on Twitter. And you can find me at Broken Chain Stew on Twitter. Hey, uh, Eric, where can we find you? Where can you find me? Yeah. Well, I live in Michigan. That's all the info you're getting. I, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Eric Brown, guys. Uh, he First videos. Is... And uh, I, I suppose if you wanted to reach out to me, um, you could do so via my email address. What's your email address? Um, hmm. Let's go with uh, we're gonna yeah, thanks. We're gonna go with uh, EricBrown1911 at gmail.com. Awesome. So you heard it here, guys. Um, Eric is one of our original players, and he will be in the finale of this story arc. Um, and the finale is coming up here soon. We're uh, we're at episode thirty-three now. Isn't that crazy? Uh, we started. It was kind of crazy. Ago. Yeah, episode 33, but episode 50 is when I plan the big finale um, of this story arc. We're going to continue, of course, Booze on First after that, and it will go on after as long as we keep getting support. Speaking of support, we have some great Twitter uh, comments on Booze on First, one of which is by t 169 I don't know why you have that screen handle, but I'm assuming you're trying to be a Terminator. Um, and he says, Booze on First has made my day. I really do appreciate you guys being there and showing us what a podcast is about. Is that 150 characters? How do you write that? That's incredible. It's a very long uh, 150 characters. Yeah, it, it seems like... Uh, oh, he. Uh, I see why, because he did it with weird, like, half... Like, he shorted the words and i just automatically read it as if i could read that um we also have our friends over at stranger lands the stranger lands podcast so check them out and uh yeah that's it from us here on booze on first you got anything to add eric uh nothing quite yet except i'm as intrigued as you all are to see what happens in the rest of the descent of drogon <laughs> yeah you don't even know. You know how the story of the the story arc ends because you're a part of the ending, and I've already talked to you about that. But you have no idea what's about to happen to Drogon. It's fun. That's it's correct. Wonderful. I'm I'm as much of a viewer as you are, right? I'm a slave to <laughs> Drogon's will, like uh, the <laughs> Goblin. Yeah, 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 yeah. I believe that you listened to Booze on First as much as I believe that you you are an angel sent from God. <laughs> so. All you're speaking truth now, so. Oh, yeah, you're, okay. Uh, that's it from us here on Booze on First, guys. Keep on swindling. Bye. Okay, so uh, I saved the file, and I'm going to continue recording now. I had to start a new one. Okay, so you, he goes, what the fuck, and disappears. So what do you do? All right. So, so now that he's safely banished. I uh, I grab all the stuff that I that I purchased from him. So you steal it. Bob, you don't grab it. You steal it.
And we go outside. Oh, I okay. just grab it. Okay, and uh, <laughs> you go outside, and he goes, uh, Al goes, excellent, you're ready. So uh, our sled is all ready. Uh, shall we go? I mean, we don't really know where we're going or what we're going to do. Uh, let's go north. We're going to go further north because that's where the ring is. Well, I mean, we don't know where the ring is north. This is a big land. Are we just going to go randomly north? Did you get a map? Or did you ask anyone about anything? Maybe we should go to the nearest tavern. Hold on one second, Al. Just okay. get the sled ready to go. The, get it ready to go north, okay? I'll be right back. I walk back is... into the shop, and I grab the first map that I find, and I run back outside. Okay. Um, <laughs> you see that the map doesn't have anything marked on it other than uh, snow alps to the left. Uh, the Pritchian uh, Range which is, or to the east, uh, is the mountain range. You see Kibori, which is this sacred, like, circle thing with statues and weird shit all over it. Um, and it looks, it says abandoned conveniently underneath it. And then you see Solus to the, uh, far east past the mountains. And that's all you see. Okay. The rest is just ice. All right. So can I tell where we're at on this map? Yeah, you know you're in uh, you know you're in Ogare, um, and that's where it shows you're at. All it's right. a magical so map. We'll it shows now. where you're at on the map. It's I like get, the... I get it. Okay, okay, that, that's yeah. good. So I, I walk up to Al, and I point at the the area with all the the weird magic-y looking shit that says okay. abandoned. I'm like, take us here. Okay. And uh, Bob hops on the sled. Al hops on the sled. I assume you hop on the sled? Yeah, yeah. And uh, since all the dogs are female, um, the Al takes the whip out and goes, Mush, you bitches! Mush! <laughs> and the uh, wow, sled... very accurate, Al. <laughs> the, the sled starts going forward, and it's very fast. A lot faster than the ship that you are on surprisingly and you're going about 60 miles per hour like you have the dire wolf in the front and you see uh some of the 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 huskies when they lift their legs up and they're all four in the air they just kind of glide for a little while because the dire wolf the mini dire wolf in the front is just kind of pulling the sled all on his own uh or her own and um in about Half a day you arrive at Kibori. You see, it kind of looks like Stonehenge. Can I rest um, on the sled? Wait, say again? Yeah, you can rest. Um, cool. I'm going to rest while we're on our way there on the sled. Do you have anything you want to talk to Bob or Al about? <clears throat> uh, I'm going to you know, check up on him. Like, hey guys, you know, how you doing? What do you think of the adventure so far? Uh, I mean... I, I think it's kind of weird, but, uh, and those goblins were fucking, like, freaks. Like, why'd he offer you a toaster in yeah. the beginning? I think that's just what they call warm clothes. Oh, that's stupid. Have you ever met a goblin this, before? I, this is my first time. I've met one goblin before, and you know what? Not impressed. That is not my favorite race. Not by far. Yeah, they kind of seem like assholes. That's exactly what I thought. Oh, okay. Well, um, I'm glad we're on the same page. I, I just wanted to thank you, by the way, for saving my life. That's kind of fucking cool of you, man. Hey, no problem, Bob. Glad I could help. Thank you. Al goes, 
You never met a goblin before? How is that possible? And Bob goes, I'm a fucking orc. I come from the Orkin Authority. Obviously, I've never met a fucking goblin. They're stupid assholes. Clearly, I didn't need to. That's well, all he says. Now that that's settled, says Drogon, Al, <laughs> what do you think of the adventure so far? Um, I mean, it's kind of expensive, and I'll have to explain it to my lord, but... Um, Sir, I I do like it. It's very fun adventuring with you. Although, I do have to say, why did you kill those prisoners with your sword? Are you, uh, are you, are you, are you questioning my authority, Alf? I'm not questioning your authority. I am questioning why you killed the prisoners. I I honestly don't care. They were set to die anyway. I'm just curious as to why you needed to do that. I told the Emperor that I would. Oh, well, that makes sense. I, I said guess. they would fall by my blade. And, uh, lo and behold, they fell by my blade. Well, you did us a great service, except for Bob here. Uh, fuck you, Al. And, well, I mean, he's kind of a good guy. I like him so far. So he's kind of made up for his crimes. I'll write the Emperor, of course, for you. Unless you wish to. All right, so I have one more question for the two of you. <clears throat> So uh, we'll start with uh, we'll start with Bob again since I'll just finish talking and give him a little bit of a rest. Bob, hey goes, Bob, yes. <laughs> if you would, if you would use one word <clears throat> to characterize your loyalty to me, what would that word be? Undying. All right, Bob. I give uh, Al can't see it. And I turn to Al and say, "How about you, Al? How would you?" How would you characterize your loyalty to me in one word? Well, I'd say, um, ordered. Ordered. Okay, that's cool. Hey, um, Al, I see that you're sitting on the right side of the sled here, and I'm in the middle, and and, and Bob's on the left. I'm going to ask you to just look out the right side of the sled and not pay attention to anything that happens in the sled for a little while. Um, we're we're in a moving vehicle. What what, what exactly do you... I can put, like, my earmuffs on. They pretty much cancel out noise. Yeah, do that. Okay. Yeah, do that. He does that. All right, and then I'm going to pull the sit out. And I'm going to look at it and figure out if I can deduce how it works. The sword? No, the sieve. Okay. Um, You touch it, I assume, uh, with your gloves? Yeah, with my gloves. Uh, You can't figure out how it works with your gloves on. Can you roll an arcana check for me, by the way? Arcana check. Yes. Yes, sir, I can. Arcana. Arcana. Fifteen. Arcana. So you realize that you probably need to take your gloves off and touch it with your hands. Well, do I see any exposed skin on Al? Um, no. And you you remember from last time something touched your exposed hands, the sword, um, that it did not work out well for you in the end. Like, this whole sword deal isn't doing you much good. Right, so I'm going to touch Al on the side. I'm going to say, hey Al, <clears throat> I want you to take your earmuffs off for a second. 
He removes them. Yes. Stay very, very still. Let me know if anything weird happens. Okay. And then I'm going to touch his ear with the sieve. Um, he says, I hear a weird humming. But other than that, I mean, I'm not very magic. Why are you touching my ear with that sieve? That's so weird. Right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to put it on his head and see if that does anything. <clears throat> um, I, I mean, I can't see now. But, uh... Right, thanks, you, Al. Were... That's all I needed. I oh, take this okay. back. Okay. Do you want me to put my earmuffs back on? Yeah, okay. do that. Okay. He does. Right, so I'll, I'll take my gloves off and start to mess with the sieve. Um, you feel the magical energy course through you, and it does... You do hear a humming. Um, and, uh, you hear from your belt, you, you hear... Ah, it's been a long time since I've felt this power. Yeah, I assume it's the sword. Yep. Okay. Alright, well, I, I feel like I'm filled with a distinct sense of, uh, like I just fucked up. Um, the sword goes, You realize you don't have to kill people. I need souls, not bodies. Now you can feed huh. me unlimited souls. Know how to use this thing to give you a soul? <clears throat> Simply activate it with blood. Oh, uh, so, any blood or the blood of the person whose soul I'm stealing? No, your blood. Even a drop will activate the sieve. Hmm... Mm -hmm. All right. <clears throat> Thanks for the uh, tutorial. I'm going to put this away now. I just put the sieve away. The sieve of Uthgar is a powerful tool. Remember well. And the sword goes silent. And then he, he comes back and goes, P.S. You owe me a soul for today. And then that's it. Okay. <clears throat> so I put my gloves back on and finish the ride to uh, that ruins the area. Okay, so you get there, and you see that it looks kind of like Stonehenge. There is a giant statue to what says underneath it the label Pritchia. And it's a gigantic goblin holding up a fireball, and underneath it the quote that's written, and you can read it because it's in common. It says, Fuck you, horse! And uh, the, the goblin is riding on a horse that's on fire, clearly by the fireball that's in his hand. And, uh, yeah, you assume that somehow these goblins, even though that they're in a different universe, are related to Nur. Um, you don't see anything else. It's empty. A wasteland. Um, can you roll a perception check for me? Sure. 15. Okay. Um, immediately, once your sled stops, and oh, I assume. Wait, hold you... on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. I gotta make my level. This radio, by the oh. way, is brought to you by uh, Bold Rock Hard Cider. Bold Rock Hard Cider gives you a crisp flavor, great taste. 
and allows you to feel feelings that you've never felt before. It's great. You should try it. Uh, Bold Rock Hard Cider comes out of Virginia um, in the United States, and you can order it online or through your BevMo or Total Wine or your local liquor store. Um, it, of course, if your state does not allow alcohol to be uh, sent to you, well, you're fucked. But it's worth it. So go to Virginia. Go somewhere that you can order it. It is really worth it. Uh, and, uh, yeah, that's it. Sorry, that was our sponsor. Okay, uh, I just message. need to update the level on my character. Yeah. Update the level this... Yeah, I had to do the sponsor message, that's all. Alright, and hold on a second. I gotta adjust my health real quick as well. So, need to be... So I know Pabst Blue Ribbon isn't like the normal drink that people drink. It's like shitty beer. But, God, it's great <laughs> on hot days when you're melting. Yeah, that's good. I haven't yet broken into this moonshine, but I think I will now. <clears throat> Huzzah, because the best part's about to happen, and you're you're going to be so confused. Oh, man. All right, let's try this. Holy how hot shit, is it? that's good. How hot is it back there? Not very. You lucky son of a bitch. It just, uh, my phone just told me that it's at 112. Be careful be out, uh, being outside. It's never been 112 yeah. in my hometown. Where my girlfriend lives, there are fucking mailboxes melting, right? And it's like 80 here. <laughs> like, uh, you're in, uh, your girlfriend lives in Arizona, doesn't she? Yeah. Yeah, um, well, my mirror in my car just melted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like the, the sticky stuff that kept it attached. The rear view mirror. So that, uh, the sticky stuff that kept oh, it yeah. attached to the windshield. Uh, yeah. That happened it, to me in Florida. It's an easy fix, but it's just like, really? Really, man? So it's just dangling there. I refuse to go inside <laughs> the car because I'm practically convinced that it's like 190 in there. <laughs> all right so let's get back here um awesome you uh you perceive 15 on a scale of 1 to 20 and uh immediately upon like disembarking your sled bob al you you let the dogs go to like eat fed them whatnot because they've been running for a while and they're good dogs um immediately these humps of snow that you notice burst forth and you just see goblin sorcerers surround you and they have fireballs in their hands and the lead one walks through the circle and he goes, Why have you come here? And I'll say, uh, I'm on a quest. What quest? Looking for a magical item for the god Bahamut. That's wonderful. We do not pray to Bahamut here. You have entered into Kabori, forbidden lands of the goblin people. Why are you here? What item do you seek? Oh, the Ring of Abjuration. And the the uh, the head guy turns to the nearest guy to him, and he goes, whispers, I, I, I 
And he turns around. The Ring of Abjuration, you say? Those are high in the Prichian Alps. In the deep cave. No one has can ever returned. No. Um, yeah, I mean, you can roll a uh, insight check. Eleven. Uh, no, from what you're telling, he's being completely truthful. He goes, Okay, you are not welcome here in Kibori. Especially um, how a would dragonborn. I become, how would I become welcome here in Kibori? Save our citizens from the dread white dragon that guards the Ring of Abjuration. So you're saying that even though I'm on a quest to obtain the Ring of Abjuration, and in so doing would be forced to slay this white dragon, you're not going to give me any kind of assistance until I actually finish the quest. Is that... Mm, well, I mean... Is that about right? We'll let you feed your dogs, and we'll let you survive, but you will be surrounded the entire time, and there are far more of us than there are of you, and we right, are Do I think quite... I can take these goblins in a fight? No, you do not think you can take these goblins in a fight. You know that they are probably, like, six levels above you. <laughs> well, if they're afraid of a dragon, and they're six levels above me, maybe I shouldn't fuck with the dragon. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> well, I mean, uh... They they do, uh, you could ask them about the dragon, or you could ask them more questions. They clearly are allowing you to stay temporarily. That's true. So, Drogon's going to what things he might ask them for a while while he eats, and everybody else eats, and the dogs rest up and everything. And then I'm going to look up at the goblin that, that spoke to me. I, and I think it's the goblin that spoke to me, but I'm not really sure, because they all look alike. And I'm going to say, uh, what can you tell me about the dragon and the ring? From what we know, the ring is surrounded by the dragon in his lair, and it is in his treasure. But we also know there are other things in there that we dare not go. It's not the dragon we are fearful of. It's the items. The items? <clears throat> Dragons have a tendency to bring chaotic, dark magic items to themselves as they themselves are born of such things. Mm. They have items of unlimited death that we dare not go near. Okay. Sorry, did you just say uh, items of unlimited death that you dare not go near? <clears throat> yes, and we do know of you. And he doesn't look at you when he says that. He looks at the sword. And I'm going to say, uh, so um, you're, you're afraid of the items themselves. Does that mean that you're uh, not starting shit with me since I'm wielding this sword? No, it means that we would be willing to destroy you. And leave the sword behind and cast it into the depths of the ocean, where it can never be retrieved. Okay. Alright. I am sorry. So you're feeling you're feeling one you're feeling one item under death right here in like the immediate vicinity. Is that uh, is that correct? Yes. And he says, and with that, you have enough information. You have been fed. 
You clearly are ready to go, and we must insist that you leave. And you see from behind the circle, several more peop- uh, goblins appear, fireballs ready, and they start marching towards you. And, hey, all right, uh, man. Shit. We'll go. Good. And even though you are tainted, good luck. Wait, wait, wait. I do need one more thing from you. Sorry. I need a guide to help me get there. None of us have been here before. Do you want me to kill the dragon or not? He says, um, I see you have a map. Give it to me. And he says, no, don't don't hand it to me. Toss it on the floor. I will not touch you. Um, okay. And he, he snaps his finger over the map and he goes, this is the location. And you see a star appear deep within the Prichian Alps to your northeast. So deep within the mountains. What do you do? I say, I'm really bad with maps. I could really use a guide. I'm it sorry. Can... None of our people will be willing to go. And you hear, you hear, I am! From the back. And there's this young goblin. And he goes, Balthazar, say nothing. You are not welcome here. You were supposed to stay in the goddamn crib. Well, I want to go with them. They have an item of unlimited death. They, you can't go. I don't care. And he hops into your sled. Hi, do you know the way to the white dragon? Yes, I do. Alright, I'm going to roll insight to see if he's lying. He sounds like a liar. By liar, I mean goblin. I rolled a 19. <laughs> uh, he's not lying. Alright, and with that, we're off. See ya. Thanks Wait, you can't leave? And you, you just bolt off at like 60 miles per hour towards where he goes. And the <laughs> goblin, who you know now is named Balthazar, says, Hi, my name is Balthazar. It's good to meet you. Do you have any special skills, Balthazar? I mean, I am a sorcerer of the Fourth Order. Okay. And what are, can, you, can you explain that to me? Like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I mean, we're pretty renowned throughout the world. I don't know what, but oh, okay. Well, the Fourth Order was established in Solus in 209C. Um, and it, it was... It was created in order to bring the greatest goblin sorcerers in the land together. And, um, well, I'm kind of new at it. And, I mean, I'm not very powerful, but I do have some good spells up my sleeve. And I do have a lot of knowledge. Okay, that's good. So, um, do you want me to make you more powerful? Because I can. Really? How? Well, all you have to do is pledge loyalty to me, and I can make you more powerful. It's that easy. Well, uh, we did swear an oath to defend against the objects of ultimate death. But, okay! And he swears, uh, uh, is there, like, some sort of ceremony, or uh, do I Just, get down uh, on my that, knee? Swear that you obey me in all things <clears throat> um, under penalty of death. Death? That's kind of harsh, but okay. And he does so. 
Close your eyes. He closes his eyes. I take the sieve out, <clears throat> and I put a drop of my own blood in it, and I steal oh his soul. Oh my god. And, uh... The, uh, Bob looks at you along with Al, and they're, they're both like, what the fuck was that? What, do I steal his soul? <laughs> uh, yes, you successfully did so. Okay, I'll say, uh... This is gonna work. What? To, I say to Bob and Al, trust me, this will be fine. Okay. And the goblin goes, "I can do whatever you need me to do." And That's clearly, right. the first is thing I monotonic. Need... All right. The first thing I need you to do is to adopt a regular human-sounding voice. <laughs> I am a goblin. I I can't physically do that. My larynx isn't capable. Fuck. I'm sorry, guys. It didn't work. He's going to be like this forever. <laughs> <laughs> Bob goes, fuck. <laughs> and Al says, I kind of agree with that sentiment. <laughs> Alright, so as long as we all know that I just did the right thing. <laughs> it's um, worth a shot. Uh, Bob goes, what exactly did you just do? We're, we're kind of unclear. Oh, um, my goblin back there told me that this sieve would make people obey me unquestioningly. So... I decided to use it to force the goblin to try and act like a regular person, but, you know, oh. didn't work. So. Well, um, can I just ask that you not fucking do that on me? <laughs> I don't have to do it on you, Bob. Al goes, um, I would like to ask the same thing. I am a servant of the Emperor. I'll sigh, close my eyes a little bit, I'll, I'll slowly turn to Al. And I'll say, Al, have you given me any reason to use this on you? I mean, not really. I did buy this sled. You're in the clear, man. Don't even worry, bro. Okay. And he turns away. <laughs> so do I feel more evil yet? Yes, you do. Your uh, okay. your alignment, if we were to uh, talk about it in those terms, has gone too chaotic. Um, it's Fuck. not chaotic Would that evil yet. Um, not really. I mean, if they're light magic spells, then yes. Because there is a differentiation within 5th edition of light versus dark magic. Um, specifically for like drow and blood magic and whatnot. But you're, if it's like something that you're trying to do that is good for a spell, like you're trying to save a town, things might go awry if you're trying to okay. do that. Yeah. Okay. But I am still, I, I've still convinced myself that I'm uh, trying to get rid of this mirror at all costs. So. I don't, I don't think you necessarily um, have stopped that mission. I don't think even if you became chaotic evil, you would necessarily stop that mission. Yeah. I just think that you would be more suggestible to evil things. Right, like, 
like when um like when I was brutally sodomized by a goblin that I had come to trust and now I hate all <laughs> goblins. Maybe that like maybe that sentiment somehow poisoned me. <laughs> I wouldn't say poisoned, more uh made you a bit looser with things. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So yeah, I uh really hate goblins. <laughs> As drug out. But uh, anyways, so we, so we continue along, and I, I ask the goblin about the different spells that he knows. I know how to cast Portal into the Depths. It's a forbidden magic. Do? It allows me to send a creature that has been brought to a state of low health into the depths of hell. Hmm. It's an ancient okay. goblin art. It wouldn't be in any manual that you would normally see or a handbook of any kind. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Good to know. I'm going to ask you to not speak unless there's something of dire importance you need to tell me um, or I tell you to or ask you a question. Yes. Um, and you see on the map that you're getting very close. Um, you have been going uphill for a while, and you're clearly in the mountains now. You're on ridges, and, like, the sled is bouncing, and it, it you could easily, like, fall off to either side and plummet a thousand oh. feet. Um, well, shit. And you, you see, um, you see a, uh, fog begin to rise in front of you um and walls of ice on either side appear what do you do so i see a wall of ice in front of me yes easily to either side well what walls of ice on either side there's not a wall of ice in front of you so you see a cave in front of you and it's about six miles off but you see fog just rolling in as you see the cave the cave disappears in this fog okay let's let's slow down let's slow this sled down okay um stop bushing you bitches al says well i know um i suggest sir that we leave the sled here and continue on foot All right, uh, we can do that. The dog's gonna be fine on their own. I mean, yeah, I'll I'll hand them some meat and they'll they'll be fine. We could have the goblin watch after them. No, no, I think it'll be useful. Okay, well, I threw up in a little bit in my mouth because I just said a goblin might be useful. <laughs> um, he he throws a piece of meat and you guys continue forward and you see this cave. And it's massive, and you feel warmth, even though it is like negative ten out. You feel warmth emanating from this cave, and a sense of dread floods over you. Ooh. You can't explain it. Um, and then, uh, do you enter into the cave? Um. <clears throat> 
Yeah, let's go. Excellent. Um, and that is where we are going to stop this round. Um, thank you guys for listening to Booze on First. Uh, if you didn't get enough content here with us today, you can always go check us out on Broken Chain Studios, as this has been a Broken Chain Studios production, and uh, Broken Chain Studios on YouTube, as well as Drinks and Droids uh, podcast, which is a Star Wars RPG podcast where we play a real play, live play, actual play, whatever the fuck you call it, version of Star Wars Saga Edition. On Broken Chain Studios' channel, we have a bunch of geekly news, geeky news, not geekly, sorry, geeky <laughs> news and various other things uh, for your heart's content. Check us out there. And of course, check out our sponsors, Bold Rock Hard Cider. Uh, they're a great company and we do love them. As for myself, um, you can find me on Booze on First D&D at, uh, or on Twitter. And you can find me at Broken Chain Stew on Twitter. Eric is one of our original players, and he will be in the finale of this story arc. Um, and the finale is coming up here soon. We're uh, we're at episode thirty-three now. Isn't that crazy? Uh, we started. It was kind of crazy. Ago. Yeah, episode thirty-three. But episode fifty is when I plan the big finale. Um, of this story arc we're going to continue of course booze on first after that and it will go on after as long as we keep getting support speaking of support we have some great twitter uh comments on booze on first one of which is by t169 i don't know why you have that screen handle but i'm assuming you're trying to be a terminator um, and he says, Booze on First has made my day. I really do appreciate you guys being there and showing us what a podcast is about. Is that 150 characters? How do you write that? That's incredible. It's a very long uh, 150 characters. Yeah, it, it seems like... Uh, oh, he. I see why, because he did it with weird, like, half... Like, he shorted the words, and I just automatically read it as if I could read that. Um, we also have our friends over at Stranger Lands, the Stranger Lands podcast. So check them out. And uh, yeah, that's it from us here on Booze on First. You got anything to add, Eric? Uh, nothing quite yet, except I'm as intrigued as you all are to see what happens in the rest of the Descent of Drogon. <laughs> yeah, you don't even know. You know how the story of the the story arc ends because you're a part of the ending. And I've already talked to you about that, but you have no idea what's about to happen to Drogon. It's fun. That's it's correct. I'm, I'm as much of a viewer as you are, right? I'm a slave to <laughs> Drogon's will, like uh, the <laughs> goblin. Yeah, 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 yeah. I believe that you listened to Booze on First uh, as much as I believe that you you are an angel sent from God. <laughs> so, All you're speaking truth now, so... Oh, yeah, you're... Okay. Uh, That's it from us here on Booze on First, guys. Keep on swindling. Bye.